0: Hi, and welcome to Beyond Your Limits. Today, I'm going to talk about creating your reality and what happens when you get stuck or you fall down, and how do you get back on track? So when I began to look at how the mind and our experiences from the past create disease, including disease in relationships, I was really aware that everything is spiritual. And in spiritual... I mean, it's the energy of thought and feeling that creates our reality. Those are unseen forces. And so we call them spiritual. And then I got into the understanding of reprogramming the subconscious mind. And I thought, okay, but even that I felt fell short. And creating from the field of energy of all that is, is a place that we have to. I think meditate into or get quiet and find the the sacred divinity that actually exists within us because the kingdom of God is within us and everything was leading me back to something that was beyond my understanding but instead it was a deep knowing and I work in that way anyway with intuition and energy and so I thought you know spirituality And healing and reprogramming the subconscious mind those three things go hand in hand and there are some people that can use certain techniques to de-stress themselves and remove triggers and replace their um, thoughts beliefs habits and patterns but typically that subconscious mind takes hold and it takes root because It is so ancient and old that it is directly related to our survival. So then I thought, okay, the most gratifying part of a consultation with anyone is helping them and it's helping them see their habits and patterns for themselves Not because I tell them, but because they see it, because they're shown to perceive differently. And then they have this aha moment and they make a change. For years, I was really reactive and I was triggered by a lot of things. And I held a lot of it within myself. People didn't see it. And other times I would release the energy into the ethers and, you know, there would be an explosion. And, you know, I was talking about it ad nauseum and, you know, the truth is, is it never really solved anything. I was just using my voice and my energy to release energy from the past that I couldn't see. It was all like shoved back in my subconscious mind, but the thing that I learned was is it kept coming back so you see it's a war that goes on within within us, and no matter who we are, the war is within us and when we can accept and understand that we put ourselves in situations that cause us to repeat the same habits and patterns unconsciously. And we have the same reactions unconsciously and we're triggered unconsciously. When we begin to see that cycle and we just observe it, we can heal. So the teachings are to help you understand or just it's guidance, it's information. It's not even teachings, but it helps you understand how you can stop being a victim to your own mind, to your old experiences to your ancestry, and to your circumstances, to your beliefs. You see, the work is to take your God-given power back. It's that simple. And I know from experience that this is something amazingly holy, sacred, and divine. It is spiritual. And When we get out of the mindset of what other people are thinking about us and how other people are judging us, and we recognize it's what we're thinking about us, and it's how we're judging ourselves, there's the holy war that rages within. And in the Bible, it talks about the kingdom of God is within you. Think about it. Hold on to that. And they say, seek God with your whole heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit. Where do you seek? Within. Within yourself. And we're so busy going outside ourselves, reading 20 books and trying to figure it out. And eventually when we just sit down and we go, it's all within me, you get it. And when you shift your mindset and you break your old habits and patterns, the magic wand is in your own hands. And when I work with clients and do deep work, we talk about our perceptions, how you interpret your reality is going to be the basis of your life. Your experiences. An experience is a feeling. And the ideas that you hold on to and the beliefs that you hold on to and then embody within your energy field is infused into the field all around you. And that becomes your experience. I had a friend of mine say to me, Whoa, whoa, don't complicate this. It's not complicated. And I thought, you know what? You're right. It's not the circumstances that you find yourself in, it's how you interpret your life. It's how you think about it. It's how you think about what's happening. You think it's happening to you. It's just happening. Or maybe it's not happening at all. Maybe it's your perception. And that's a trigger. It's very simple. So how do you apply this in real life? That's the most important thing. How often do you say you don't have enough money? How often do you say that you're broke? How often do you say that you're too tired to do something? How often do you think that somebody's standing in your way? How often do you say that you're never going to get what you want? How often do you say that you never think that you're going to find the person that will ever love you? You're never going to find the right relationship. How often do you curse yourself? You see, that's your story. And you need to start listening to your story again it's within. So what are you doing? You're bowing down to the circumstances that you were handed, that you never even had a choice in. You just took them on, you believe them, and you said, this is my life. And for those people who say, this is my lot in life, and and some spiritual, um, I guess, theories are, you signed up for this before you came, forget all that. Just forget it. Just for a minute. Because if you say this is, it doesn't matter because you still are living it. So you got to fix it, whether you signed up for it or not. And if you say, this is how my parents lived and this is how their grandparents lived and I'm screwed. You you think you're stuck. You're not stuck. You only believe you're stuck. So what do we do? That's always what I wanted to know. What the fuck do I do? I want to get out of it. I want to feel better. I want to heal it. Well, first you realize you're giving your power away. So here's the fix. The next time you catch yourself saying these things and thinking these things and feeling pretty shitty about yourself, stop. Just stop. Get soft. And notice how stressed out you are. Notice what you're feeling in your body and where you've just pay attention. Just observe you, yourself. And then think about how you can change the narrative about what you're thinking, about what you're feeling, about what you're saying. And you can even make it very simple. And you can say, oh, my God, I realize I'm holding all of this stress in my shoulders because I've been carrying this burden. And then you can begin to change the narrative. I release the burdens that I carry on my shoulders because They're not mine. And so it means that you change your story. That's changing the narrative. So if you're listening to this podcast, your mind is already working right now. How can I change my story? That's what you're asking yourself. Begin to think about that. Change the story. You can begin to say to yourself very simply, I'm feeling stuck because of my beliefs. I'm you recognize it. You say you're you're admitting it. I'm realizing and perceiving. Also, I'm actually not really stuck. I realize that there are other choices that I can make. What could those choices be? Could I begin to say that I'm going to rise out of the mundane of my beliefs and my ancestry? Can I say that I'm going to be the first one to create a life for myself and my family that I love? Can I be the first person To break the family curses? When you say, yes, I can, yes, I will, the universe will meet you where you're at. And the doors will begin to open. It's how it works. You can show people and you can help them by understanding the power that's within them. How about that? How about doing it so that you can be of service to others like your family? Or your or your neighbors or the people that are around you that you love, because when you are of service to others, you begin to find a purpose and it's a purpose behind the desire. And that gives it more meaning because it's about healing. Remember, life is like a mirror. And if we use Snow White's evil queen, for example, Mirror Mirror on the Wall, who's the fairest of them all. And she was so jealous and she had so much vanity and insecurity that she was she set out to kill Snow White. She was killing the purity so she could feed the ego instead. And a lot of us look in the mirror and, and we cut other people down. And we're thinking in terms of negativity, I'm going to get this. And this person is not going to have that. Just drop that shit. Okay. You're just being the evil queen. You're, you're reflecting back to yourself, the ideas that you have to kill something good in another, you do not. So think in terms like Nikola Tesla said of energy, of frequency and vibration and that takes a bit because we're so used to being triggered and reacting to life. But when we stop, we recognize that energy follows your intention. And then we become to aware. What is it that I'm intending? Am I intending like the evil queen to kill something pure? Because I don't believe I can have it because I was told that. But if you're Vibration and frequency are thinking in terms of, I don't have the energy. Well, then that's what you're putting out. And what begins to happen is the energy and intention you put out is like a tentacle seeking vibration and frequency to match it. Do you see what I'm saying? If you believe that men or women in romantic relationships, are users. You're going to put that out there. If you believe that you are deserving of the greatest love, really feel that. And why not? Why not break the habit and pattern for everyone to prove it can be done? You see, the universe will mirror back to you those feelings. And your feelings actually are telling your brain, what to think, release these chemicals. We go through this ad infinitum in these podcasts and that creates what you perceive your reality. It's how you think. It's such an interesting system, this being that we are. And so what does this mean in real life? Cause that's, what's most important. It means when you're struggling and you're screaming That you're not getting what you want. And why is why you, which is what we do get wrapped up into the victim mentality? It's very, you know, deeply buried in our subconscious mind and we don't recognize it. But when we pay attention to what we're feeling in our gut, in our body, you begin to think, oh my God, there it is. There's the pain. And I feel like I never get what I want. That's it. Right there, there's the key, feel. When you recognize, I feel. When you, your feelings contradict what your mind is saying you deserve. And just like Neville Goddard said, your feelings are everything. It's in the Bible. It's in almost every religious text. Your feelings will convince you that you are not deserving. So you need to get your feelings in alignment with the desire and you need to observe yourself and ask yourself, where do these thoughts and feelings come from that I feel I don't deserve? And when you just observe them and you lean into them, don't run from them because we all want to run from what doesn't feel good, but run to it. Lean into it. Because if you don't, you're going to feel bad long-term. But if you lean into it, you're going to feel it out and you're going to drop that. So the pain is short-term if you'll lean into it. Just watch. And a memory or an event will come up and it'll trigger you. And you'll realize that, what you're thinking, and then you'll recognize, my God, this is where I form these beliefs. And then they became habits and patterns. And that's not what I want. That is not who I am. I'm not gonna accept that any longer. I accept whatever. And then there's this amazing energy that surges and swells up within you. And that's where you make the change because you analytically not only know better now, but now you feel it. And you feel that you deserve because it's no longer based in an old memory. You get it, It's just it was just a thought. And you're in the present moment. And when you shift the way you feel about money and relationships and love and owning things, your life begins to change. You change your relationship to the things that you actually desire. They're no longer out there, things that you can't have, and they're not separate from you and you're not pining for it. It means like you change your feelings toward money. You see money as a wonderful source to be able to help yourself and to help other people to live better lives. Change your feelings and your ideas about relationships and think about how nurturing they can be and how we all need love and touch. Change your relationships to understand that fear is a construct of your mind. It's not real. And you can do this by talking about it, by empowering yourself, by feeling the feelings and talking to other people about the realizations. You build up and empower yourself. You don't tear down. People don't need to know what it is that you're manifesting. But when you begin to talk about the processes, you begin to own it. When you begin to master your own self, you're mastering the mind and the feelings. And when you roll around and you think to yourself, I'm never going to be the musician or the actress or have the money or achieve the goals, you know, physically that I want, you have to step back and you have to get into the silence. I don't have to tell you about meditation. You need to do nothing except observe. And we get really lost. We get caught up in the negative old mind trap and we want to run from it because it doesn't feel good. So you go get busy doing something else. But what you have to do is remember that the answer is within you. All the answers you seek within are within yourself. If you'll just get quiet and listen, it's the biggest obstacle we run into. We want to run away from ourselves. We want to run away from that voice, but it's, I'm telling you, get quiet, find, silence because there's a voice that'll come to you that divine voice we've been taught fill the void don't feel the pain i'm telling you get used to the void and get into it feel it it's temporary what happens when you observe and lean into it it vaporizes takes practice i'm not going to talk about techniques to meditate I know this, you have to find your quiet space. You have to demand of yourself that you find the time to make time for quiet. You can do whatever you want automatic writing, you can meditate, you can go on walks, you can listen to music, Uh, do whatever you want. Guided meditations just find quiet. Once you take those earbuds out after listening to a guided meditation and you sit in the silence, you can even listen to the music because in that, There's a silent, it's a quietness of mind. So take a look at your life and take a look at your finances, take a look at your relationships, look at your health. And they're showing you how you think and what you feel. You see, our experiences are always very individual. It's all about perception. So we never see the world as it really is. We see what we believe or how we think it is. And when we continue to think that the world is Outside of us. What we're really looking at is the reflection of what's inside of us. We only see what we believe or how we think it is. It's very simple. Perception is reality. And if you decided just to take one idea that you have of how you perceive life, for example, instead of thinking people are out to get you, what if you change your perception? And you said, everybody I talk to and walks into my life wants to help me. And I want to help them. And it feels good. People feel good. You see, people feel good. Money feels good. What if you just took that one belief you have and you said, I'm going to shift my perception. If that's that's too hard, find another one. But try. Try once a month to create a new perception. And what you'll find is that your perception the new one that you're now integrating, it begins to bring more to you of what you're perceiving. So for example, if you want more money, you can say money flows to me in avalanches of abundance, easily, constantly, or however you want to put it, and you know, you'll find money everywhere, work on it. And then you can build on those perceptions. Because when you take 100% responsibility, and I did for my words and my thoughts and my feelings to myself, my own life, it started to change. I pay attention to my self-talk. I started to realize that there was a lot of pain that I was covering, and I decided to go very deeply into it. I dove into the pain, and I observed it. I felt it, and I realized that the things that I had done in my past they were never my intention to harm anyone, even though I, I, it was perceived that way maybe by others based on their experience with me. And I realize that most people are not inherently bad. And I realize that many times people expected something from me based on their own perceptions and they projected on me, which was a mirror. We just don't realize that we have the power to make the change and transform our lives. And it does transform. It's almost, it, it's miraculous. So I invite you to pay attention to your self-image and how you identify with yourself, how you identify with others and with life, because the identity creates your beliefs and the beliefs are created from what you were told and the feelings and experiences that you had and feelings come first. And what we say to ourselves, our self-talk becomes our reality. And so we have this internal narrative that goes on and it drives our story. And it influences our relationships and our actions and everyone and everything around us. Every time you think a negative thought about yourself, stop, bite your tongue for a minute, snap your fingers, tap your foot, whatever it is, it's got to be unique to yourself. Shift that thought to something better. I'm just talking about redirecting your mind, paying attention to your feelings. And this is hard. And you'll find that they ride on your back or you feel them in your neck or you can tell your feelings it's okay we're healing that's what you you talk to yourself and you tell your feelings hey it's okay we're healing it's all right you when you do this and you're consistent and you're repetitive you rewire the subconscious mind and the brain and the beliefs and the thought patterns that you're used to holding so you're creating a new network that will override the old but again you got to feel it. One of the greatest gifts that I learned was to pay attention to my own reactions and and how people triggered me. It was my biggest lesson, my greatest blessing. There is always an opportunity for my own growth instead of being something that I talk about with the friends. You know that you know. And at one point, when I was pissed off about something or reacting to something, I just couldn't pick up the phone. Nobody was there, and I knew I was like, okay, God, you know what? I get it. It's within me stop talking about it and spreading the seeds of negativity go within and you work on yourself. And instead of it being an automatic response and it takes precious time and energy away, we just recognize it and we change the automatic responses by embracing them, by making them your friend. That's what I had to do. I had to recognize nobody has to be available to me and my shit And I do not have to be available to anyone in their shit. But instead, if we guide each other, we can begin to do it on our own because we remember, okay, so-and-so is not available to me or no one is available to me, but I've got it all within me. You've always got God. Don't forget that. So you disrupt the old patterns and you replace them with something new. And you're constant, you're consistent, you're repetitive And those new habits, beliefs, and patterns become natural, and you feel differently. And when you feel it, you believe it. And if you fall down, get back up, pat yourself on the back, because you've just started the process of changing habits and patterns. And what happens when you change your habits and patterns? Everything changes. When you change, everything changes. Remember, it's all within you. Don't fight those demons in your head. Just watch them. Recognize where they come from. Listen to what they're telling you. And then turn around and say to yourself, those are not my thoughts. Those are not my habits and patterns. That is not something that I would ever have chosen for myself. This is what I choose. This is the life that I live. And I'm doing it now. And I will continue to do it and your life will change. When you change, everything changes. Anyway, thank you for listening to this podcast, and I hope you enjoyed it. Please, please make the world a better place.